is episode 300 of Nerd's Eye View for the 31st of January, the very last day of the very first month. And this is like a, what, like a special episode? Some might call it special. Big three zero zero? Uh, I call it extra special. Extra special. Yeah. And you're Andrew. I am Andrew. I'm Jordan. Yeah. And we're joined by... Jessica. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you. For this very extra special episode. Yeah. Historic moment. Or ESP. No, ESE. Whoa. ESE. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Should we be coy about it or should we just say... Say I'm this this uh this is my my big departure. Yep. Uh, not like I'll be gone forever. No, we're shipping you off. Yeah. You're not. You oh no, you're not allowed on that, Windchime Island anymore. I didn't. I didn't know that's what the boatman was waiting for. Yeah, yeah that's what this is He's, about. I saw him going down. Well, I mean, normally he just brings supplies. Yeah, but you're going with him. Oh, time. okay. Well, well, I guess no one told you. <laughs> I guess huh? that's it. <laughs> I guess wow. Wow. With 300, that's a good run. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy with that. That's yeah, out of your belt. Uh, no, you you can come back. Okay. I guess. Okay. But you have to buy a special visa. Oh, boat man. boy. Because I, I told you, he normally only makes surprise. I don't surprise. know visas are allowed anymore in America. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> Wichita Island is not America. <laughs> yeah. I know people don't realize. It is a foreign state. Yeah. It's just off the coast, but it's just just it's just far enough. enough. Yeah, we're technically in international waters. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. well, there and then there's also the Windchime Treaty of 1954. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very very important. I mean, we almost fact. got lumped in with the Louisiana Purchase, but luckily we didn't. Yeah, it took another couple hundred years for, yeah. for everything to get sorted Thank out. Thank God. <laughs> yep. We will be reviewing <laughs> the founder, <laughs> which uh, which came out last year. Yeah, it was one I of those guess. tail end of 2016 releases. Got a wider release uh, this this month, January of, of 2017. And it's because they wanted to be uh, included with the Emmys. Is yeah, that was, why? It, was in it the, like Oscars, the, the Oscars? The, oh, the Oscars. Like the requisite number of theaters. That's what it showed at to be yeah. applicable. Is that how yeah. it works? Yeah. yeah. And then it got. And then I was like, oh, and then we'll actually release next year. It's 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 really kind of a bummer because I don't believe it's been nominated for anything. The right? Oscar nominations Aww. came out. Um, uh, but we'll, I mean, we'll get to our thoughts on the performances, the writing, mm-hmm. the directing. Yep. Um, but I, I mean, I'm always pulling for Michael Keaton. So as long as he's not, um, sometimes he's in action movies that aren't very good. But other than that, like. I really know. liked the other guys, but. Well, that's a comedy. I'm, okay. I'm talking about action where it's just like everyone running around shooting. He was in a couple of those back in the day. Yeah, it was he like, was. It was but like, was, all right. That was before his. Now he's resurgence. like in his prestige yes. mode. Yep. Yeah. Between uh, Birdman and uh, a couple other things he's done. He's, he's really coming around. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was going to release in August of last year. And then it got pushed to like November. And then it got pushed to December. It's, it, you know, I've been looking forward to this movie, though. Yeah, me too. Because Michael Keaton, uh, a fast food history. It's a lot of fun stuff. What else we got? No, well, before that, we're going to talk about new releases. We're going to talk about what is coming out on Blu-ray, DVD, and TVD. And then after our initial review, we're going to have our guest the ending segment. And we're going to talk a little bit about promotions. And then are we going to have a discussion this episode? Yeah, I think we should have a little discussion. Because there is some stuff that happens at the end of that There's movie, some late, is, yeah. Yeah. If, you don't, if you're not intimately uh, uh, knowledgeable. knowledgeable. Yeah. With the situation, did that freak you out that we said that <laughs> no, at the I was same like, oh time? God, this is scary. <laughs> um, 
the if, if it was you don't a look actually that went along with both of it. You guys couldn't see it, but I being right here got to see both of it. Yeah, because we weren't even looking at each other. Yeah, but you both had like that same <laughs> look. It was like we've a been, word jumble. We've been doing this for a little while. I don't know if you can tell. Really? Yeah. Well, oh. yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you if you don't know all the details, the the kind of the end of that movie is like a lot of interesting things happening all at once. It's like whoa, yeah. It's a big. It's a. It's kind of a big head turner. So uh, yeah, there's a lot to talk about there. It's a good idea. So at the very very end, after the credits, if you've seen the film, which should we just say at the top if we think people should see it or not? Well, we wait to the review. Okay. Well, in the review, we'll let you know whether or not we think you should stay. Uh, go see the film before listening to the discussion or just stick around for the discussion if you don't really care either way because we'll have fun talking about spoilers then. But first, let's talk about the top 10. Count me down. I want number 10. Gold. And I'll get it with number nine. Monster truck. Who will lead me to number eight. Rogue one. In order to catch them, I'll... Sing. Sing. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was so excited to say it. But but that might draw the attention of number six. X X. How do you triple X? Triple is that, X. Is that, okay. Triple X. Return of Xander Cage. Yeah. Which is, by the way, the fourth X. Uh, and he'll take <laughs> me to number five. La La Land. So I can read number four. Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. Uh, I may miss number three. Hidden figures. While trying to figure out number two. A dog's purpose. But I'll ultimately feel number one. Split. Have either of you seen Split yet? Oh, nope. I want to. I want to. to. I, I saw it. Yeah. Don't say nothing. It's it's wild. Don't say nothing. Yeah. So say things. Yeah. Say everything. Okay. Don't speak. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> it's wild. Anyway, uh, I'm excited. It's wild. I definitely uh, want to see it more than A Dog's Purpose, but we talked about that last episode. Yeah. There's some. Uh, have you heard about A Dog's yeah. Purpose? Yeah. Do you know the bad stuff? Yeah. 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 It's it's I'm not an actor, great. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you know the dog who was affected. I personally, <laughs> you've worked with that dog. I, yeah, yeah. Many, yeah. the dog told you everything numerous yeah. times yeah. during a cigarette break. I could see it in his eyes. <laughs> you're both just, you're both just, you know, you should, he, that dog lit the cigarette for you, and then oh like, yeah, let me tell you about my weekend. <laughs> I am blowing Sit up down. on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, last in last week's episode, I did my guess the ending for gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and holy uh, crap, no one's seen that movie. Yeah, but also that was the first time I saw the trailer for that when we went and saw uh, the founder. The, fa- the founder, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, this is not what you thought it was." What I even, not even close. But yeah, also, the synopsis wasn't good. I don't know. I it just doesn't look super no, great. No. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it is really weird. Weird. Is it weird that Sing is still in the top ten? No, I because it's a good movie. I'm so excited to see. I haven't seen it yet. And I you really haven't want seen to. it? I know. You it's need to go see it. For like for over like a month. Over, it's like, it's yeah. fun. It is a really fun movie. Yeah. It's good. There I was mean, posters all over Universal kids, Studios. In the kids, back adults, lot, like, families, everyone should go see it. It's good. It's a really good animated film. Has there not been another kids movie recently? That's not recently. I'm trying to think. Yep. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Moana, does that count? That was before. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that before, was like but He just means since. I see. Since they, they're they around the same of, time. They kind of, you know, they're spaced rotate. enough so they rotate each other out. So there's always a kid's movie to see. Yeah. I think maybe they're thinking a dog's purpose will be that. But no, I also, no, no, I read, way too sad. I read a really, have you seen it? No. Oh, okay. But I read the trailer. just about yeah. death. Over I read a really. The whole uh, thing I'd like tear up. I'm like, oh God, I'm never seeing that. I read a really um, detailed like review slash analysis of it where they uh-huh. they basically list every dog 
and and what happens to them why though that's so well, <laughs> they prepare and, you yeah i mean and also kind of to to get at the point of like what is the purpose of this movie except to just make you cry like yeah she was saying it like, feels manipulative like by the fifth dog there were people still crying about the third dog yeah that hadn't even gotten like used to the fourth yeah. dog and the fifth dog's already gone like yeah there's no time for the opening scene a dog dies that. like they just open with death death dogs die 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 like I thought it's like so ridiculous. maybe it was a way to like make you I, not like numb to the fact that that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I think since each story is different, you still. Yeah. But still like the review was even saying that some of them were so short that you couldn't even like you were still processing losing a, the last one, one. Yeah. There's the there's, last one, the one before that and the one before that. Like it's so crazy. There's how no many. time for a catharsis. Like yeah. you know you would, there's no time to feel better. There's another one coming. Yeah. Like, I mean, could you take that on? Like, oh yeah. well, I shouldn't be sad because he's just gonna come back. Mm-hmm. I guess a uh, dog's purpose is to be murdered in every scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's arguing with that. <laughs> but the numbers are down, and I think it's because you know just less people on whole are seeing movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, like our, our our number one split only made twenty five million. So. There's nothing really... Uh, like, What's the big next big release? Wait, why is the weekend one thing and the total is higher? What's going on there? What you got going on there, Jordan? Huh? What's with the... What's going on, Jordan? Has Split been out for two weeks? Am I yes. in the dark? Yes. Am I Split in the, came out last week. Where am I? I Hello. Like it's been for, yeah, I'm told you, like, the big I release... it just came out. Wow. No, the big release this week was, was A Dog's Purpose. Release? Oh, uh, dear. Oh, yeah. That was the big release. And after that was Resident Evil. Yes. Which... Probably Resident Evil was supposed to be bigger than Dog's <laughs> Purpose, and it was not. According to who? Those are bad movies. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the look, fifth in no, a franchise. No, it, a... Uh, oh, oh, it is number seven. Yeah, that's and, what I'm done by. And, <laughs> like, as much as he loves his wife, he needs to stop making her movies. <laughs> like, Paul W.S. Anderson, I understand that you love Mia a whole bunch. But stop. just stop. <laughs> like, make a different kind I of mean, movie. I mean, they are calling it the final chapter. Thank God. But, it, but they I said mean, that about Apocalypse. Well, the movie's yeah, right? called that was Apocalypse. The, the Vegas one. Was that the yes. Vegas one? Yeah, I thought that the was Wasn't that end. like the third one? No, that was five. Oh there was another God. movie after that, and now it's this one. I still I, that's what I'm I saying. I called it quits on the elevator scene. Do you guys remember the elevator scene? No. That still scars Isn't me. And then the first, first one? The first movie. I love... That was terrible. That first movie... Is incredible. Like it is. It oh, is super good. It like, might be, aside from Mortal Kombat, the best video game movie ever made. Like it is a fantastic film hmm. in every way, and they just destroyed it. Yeah, but the elevator scene did not mess with you. No. I still like have an issue going into elevators. Oh, I love it. Like I'm like, oh my god, if it no. stops, something something bad happened to me in an elevator as a kid, like a real life thing. So like, seeing it in a movie doesn't bother me. Mm. So like okay. no 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 like I, I also love horror films well. so whatever I don't care what happens in a film like I give it to me I love that feeling of being scared, um, but they had something good there and they kept going back to the well and adding more things from the video games which by the way not a good idea like those are video games for a reason it's because they don't work as any other medium and uh, and it just got worse and worse and and now we have the final chapter that maybe. We'll see. I hope. I mean, it only made thirteen point six million. Like, yeah. where is he going to get the funding for the next film? If you love those movies, more power to you. But sometimes, I, I mean, we talked. Did we talk about this earlier about just like going back to the well mm-hmm. for you know getting mm-hmm. more sequels and stuff like that? Let's get some new ideas. 
or bring something back really old from like the 20s and 30s and make it in a new and interesting way. Mm-hmm. Don't don't have seven films that are just making less and less money over time. Because isn't that the point of a sequel, right? You come out with a sequel and because it's got brand recognition, it's supposed to make more money than the previous one. If you have diminishing returns over time, shouldn't stop. you stop? Well, I think they always have slightly diminishing returns, but it's the idea that it's like slightly cheaper because you already have a right. built-in audience. Yeah, you, ha- you don't have to do as much advertising. Yeah, and you have... Um, like pre-built characters. Yeah, and you can get actors in for like a three-film deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for that. We'll sign you up for a three-film oh, deal. Oh, Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, right on. It'll be a dog's purpose, too. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Resident Evil. Well, it would be two dogs' purposes. Yeah, and it would be, and then there would be and three, then the third, and, three and four. The third one is Three Dog Night. Uh-huh. The fourth one is uh, uh, Four Dogs Delight. Oh, I oh thought it was gosh. Four Dog Rising. Oh, okay. Oh. That's not bad. Yeah. And wait, it's, wait, so it's, follow, it's when they reincarnate. Yeah. Like you would follow four dogs and then they die and then four new dogs? Is that how this would... Well, well no, it would, they be, would okay. reincarnate. Well, by the fourth one, I, I mean, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. It would be a, a slight horror element where there are four dogs that have to survive in some area yeah. and one by one they all it's die. And the last one's really, really sad. Yeah. But when he dies, he comes back as the youngest. He was the oldest. It's a whole plot line. He was the <laughs> oldest in the litter and uh-huh. then he comes back and he's the youngest in the new litter. Uh-huh. And he, he, he actually is born on the same plantation where they all died. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Thanks, and he guys. gets the same name somehow. Yeah. That totally was really weird. weird. <laughs> they just put the old collar on him. It doesn't yeah. fit, though, because he's a puppy. It's weird. This is so sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> what? Let's talk about what's coming out new on DVD and Blu-ray. Hit me. Boo. Oh. A Medea Halloween. Oh, sorry. I thought that was scary. Uh, I mean, it, it's scary that that's still... Yep. <laughs> a thing. Yeah. I, you know, whatever. I'm not going to. Yeah, I have a problem with him as a person, but if you like those films, enjoy yeah. them. Have I seen, oh, I've seen one Tyler Perry movie. I have not. But it wasn't based on something he wrote. It was based on, what the hell is that called? I cannot remember what the name of this I movie can't is. Help you. It's way, but it's, it was too long, and then he added a part, and the part that he added was kind of. Um, like anti-gay people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's not a good yeah. thanks Tyler Perry. Uh, let's talk about another person who has absolutely no problems with gay people. Uh, Tom Cruise, Jack Reacher, never go back. Did anyone anyone see that? No, I wanted to, but um, I didn't really need to see it in a theater. Yeah, I didn't like the first one, so I l- I really enjoyed the first I one. I wasn't so. going to come back. I and the trailer, the trailer was just him in a. Uh, in a bar yeah. or, or like a diner or something. Yeah. And like there's a bunch of brews like beating up people mm-hmm. around him. And then the cops show up and he just like beats the crap out of the cops. And no, he one says, of them. he says, uh, oh, you're going to get a phone. He call. says that phone's going to ring. Yeah. And the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to say to let me go. And the second thing that's going to happen is you're going to be wearing the cuffs. Uh-huh. It's like the thing from that, um, yeah. uh, from Riddick. Yep. Where he said he's all tied up and his head's in a box and he's all like going to die. And he says, in five seconds, I'm going to flip this around and cut your head off. And yeah. they're like, ha, 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 ha. And then he like slips out and does it. Yeah. You know, that's a thing. It's good stuff. Wait, wait. I don't uh, have a problem with that. Pitch Black? Chronicles of Riddick? The third, the third one, which was just called Riddick. Riddick. Yeah. Okay. There which was a third. Was, which was it's good. been a while since Riddick, I've seen Riddick it. Riddick was all right. I liked, I liked it. I liked, I liked that. They're, they're all completely different films, though. Yeah. <laughs> one, yeah. two, and three are completely different films. I don't even know. Like I, different genres. If they brought the girl back. They tried, but they, it was not the same It girl. wasn't the same person. But they brought it, back her character. It ended up confusing me, because yep. I was like, who is she? Is she, you know? Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Queen of Catwee, which is a film about chess. 
Yeah, I heard it was good. Uh, yeah, I heard it was good as well. Also based on a true story, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, on DVD only, a film called The Hangman, Shepherds and Butchers. Really? This is a really interesting title. Yes. I'm just going to point that out. Uh, I believe in other, uh, in non-American territories, it's just called Shepherds and Butchers. I don't know why we, we got the hangman thing. Uh, it's, it's, I, it's like British, kind of. It's Steve Coogan, but as serious. Hmm. It's a serious Steve Coogan. Hmm. It's about um, like trials and apartheid and stuff. Interesting. Uh, new on Blu-ray, a film called The Lair of the White Worm. Uh, I was going to do our, our special Just do it. guess the how, the how the movie goes. Just have her go first. Game. Oh, no. Jordan says he kind of knows what this is, or I maybe think knows I do. intimately I think what I this do. is. I didn't click on the link, so. so I really wanted to. Test out your improv skills, oh, Jessica. Oh, well, my brain's kind of done because <clears throat> I had class already. So. No, this is great. So the film, you know that it's called The Lair of the White Worm. Yes. It's new on Blu-ray. Okay. Okay, take that as a hint. Um, so I will give you one detail about this movie of which uh, uh, you can choose between these two details. Are you ready? Can I ask what my objective is? You're, you're trying to guess what this movie is. I get it. Okay. You're trying to guess the plot. Okay. Just a real basic, you know, it's about... White worms. Two, two, <laughs> two worms in love, right? <laughs> like, you know. Gotcha. Uh, which I'm not saying it's not. Mm, well, but. you know, it could be in an animated short. So do you want... Uh, hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll make this juicy. Oh, you can get juicy. You can get. <laughs> That's how when I go to some restaurants, instead of saying like extra sauce on the meat, they're like, "Oh, do you want it extra juicy?" No, like, that yeah. just sounds weird. I, like, I want my meat extra juicy. That just sounds wrong. <laughs> okay, your first juicy thing. You can either you have, have to say it like he did. Juicy, juicy, <laughs> juicy. I will give you one of these things, but it's paired. I'm giving you two. Are you ready? Sure. Do you want the genre? Okay. And. The 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 I don't know if he's the main actor, but it's the the biggest name actor that you will know in this film. Or yeah, name that you will recognize. Do you want the year? And this is I'll give you this is another juicy clue. (laughs) It's based on a on a on a book, and I will give you the author Uh, of that book. So year and author. No, these are good things. Or genre and actor. They're they're all they're all good things. Yeah, like he's giving you four. I'm trying to pair it. I'm trying to pair stuff. it. I'd like the first pair. Genre and actor. Yes. Okay. This film, which is called The Lair of the White Worm, is a horror film, and the biggest name actor that I believe you will know in this film is Hugh Grant. Oh my god. Okay. Um, so let's see. So it's basically going to be about this cave. Um, it's kind of off town, and. All of the kids, oh, you know, go, let's go in the cave. But no one will because it's really terrifying. And um, these two kids end up going in. Hugh Grant is not one of them. Um, they decide to go into the oh, cave. So is this a young Hugh Grant? Because no, they're kids? No, he comes in. Okay. Yeah. Um, two kids go exploring into it and end up getting lost. They don't come back out. And so Hugh Grant has to get a team to go find the kids. And... Um, they never do, and all they get are these two like white worms. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. Jordan, I'll give you the rest, even though you 
I know I know who wrote it, but uh, I don't I don't remember the year that it came out. Well, the so it's Lair of the White Worm. You know, it's a horror movie. Yeah. You know, Hugh Grant's in it. Mm-hmm. It's from Bram Stoker's novel. Yeah, Ooh. and also Peter Capaldi's in it, which yeah. is uh, one of the doctors. Yeah, and uh, the year doctor. was 1988. Yeah. <gasps> Special. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based on one of his vampire novels, and it's about uh, like a dragon legend that has to do with vampires. Where did the worms come in? Dragon. Yeah, I don't another know how name, that works. Another name for dragon is a worm, like a large worm. Is don't they spell that with a Y? Yeah. See, on this they spell it with an O. Well, they're stupid. I know. Yeah. Uh, the actual description, according to videoeta.com, an English nobleman links a skull and a dragon legend to a vampire temptress. Oh, hmm. I kind of had it backwards, but but you said was... you said dragon legend. Yeah. Yeah. You had those words. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. That's, I remember the film. That's pretty dang good. Yeah, this sounds good. Yeah, it looks really. Did you do you want to show her the cover? Do you no. have it? Do you have it pulled up? I can pull it Wait, up. I just it should be right here. You just closed it. Oh, forget. Can I zoom, oh. zoom, 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 enhance, oh, enhance? Nice. Yeah, All there's right. there's kind of like a a, yeah, a woman coming out of a yeah. uh, out of a basket, and the shadow is like, is as she is a snake. Yeah, I yeah. like the facial expressions. Yeah, yeah, she's got a very very. And it's got uh, Hugh Grant in it in well, 1988. Hugh Grant. That's a young Hugh Grant. You were so. you were letting me know about that. You were trying to give me a hint. Yeah. Well, I was trying to give you a hint by saying it's new on Blu-ray. Yeah, uh, meaning like meaning it's been out on DVD. It's been out on VHS. Uh, it's new on Blu-ray. Yeah, that's what that section usually denotes. Is like if it's only out new on Blu-ray, you're like, oh, this was an older film that they just remastered yeah. for for Blu-ray. All right, and now oh, hint. Hint, hint. onto the TVD section. Don't hit your mic, Jessica. <laughs> oh, blame it on me. <laughs> My hands are not on the table. Just one, uh, just one entry here on TVD. Ballers, the complete second season, which you asked me about. Yeah, Jessica is always like, "Hey, do you watch Ballers? Do you watch Ballers?" Like every month, I'm like, "No, I don't watch it." But yeah, I know what it is. Do you are just you, love this show? Have you, have you been an extra there? That's I was. Oh, so close! I was oh. so close. Remember when it was crazy raining? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, they canceled the shoot. Oh. but it was gonna be all. It was gonna be in Long Beach. They were gonna shoot out here. Oh. And what was it? It was a. Miami nightclub. Mm-hmm. So I did. It's awkward. I had to take pictures of myself because no one else was home, and mm-hmm. it's like send it. Be like this dress, this dress. <laughs> I'm like, it was super weird. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna, you're gonna be on standby the next day. Yeah, you're in. And I'm like, oh, and I was getting all excited, and then it's canceled. Oh, like, I'm sorry. I know. Hopefully soon though. That'd be cool. I really wanted to meet him. I've heard the show is fantastic. You wanted to meet Dwayne. Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Mr. you meet Johnson. him, then do you get to call him The Rock? How does this work? The I Rock think... is his persona. Like, if, if, you're, if you're talking to him as Dwayne, you're talking to the person. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the real guy behind everything. Or, you know, Mr. Johnson. I wonder if he gets, Mr. like, little, little flashbacks if anyone, like, unexpectedly calls him The Rock. Yeah. He just goes, like, huh. He'd probably... Like, he just <laughs> suddenly goes into no. his wrestling Yeah, character. he would just... His eyebrow would go yeah. immediately. <laughs> He's like, no more. And then he starts smelling, and you're like, no longer. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't smell what I'm cooking, Rock. I won't it's, say that to him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very, I'm excited for Baywatch. That's what. Yes, that, yeah. looks, that looks the kind of dumb funny I that, like. It's going to redeem, uh, what was that stupid central intelligence for me? Yeah. Because it looks like in Baywatch, he's he's playing more of a himself type. Mm-hmm. It's, that's what I'm into. Yep. That's what I need. And Zac Efron. Yeah. Yeah, and he was real good in... Uh, the Need Wedding Dates Yeah, movie. Mike and Dave. Yeah. That he's, movie's really funny. Yeah. I've come around on Zac Efron. Yeah. I think he's a real treasure. I think recently he's been doing a lot of stuff that really 
plays well into like what he can do as an actor. Did you see the Neighbors movies? I, I saw, yeah, I did. He you saw the second so one? Yeah. I like the second one a lot. Yeah. Which is surprising. It's really good. It was good. Yeah, because yeah. he comes back and he helps them because a sorority movie. Well, well it's like I at first he, the, yeah. it's like he trailer. he flips. It's kind of fun. Yeah, where he kind of ch- switches. Yeah, no. Yeah. At the end of that movie, he has a real redemptive moment of like, I'm kind of a shitty dude. Yeah, it's r- yeah actually a well made movie. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to watch that now. Uh, that's what's coming out new on DVD, Blu-ray, DVD. Uh, go to your local video store to check those out. Local video stores. Our thing. Or your local Amazon.com. I yeah. just went to one yesterday. Why? I mean, where? <laughs> Santa Maria. <laughs> cool. But also, why? Because they sell movies. And they sell posters. And I really want to go there one day and sign, find my poster mm. and sign it. Fun. Yeah, that's a thing. I don't think I, that video store is going to last until... Yeah, I'm holding out, man. Because video stores are already on their last legs. I know. I have to Ooh. hurry and get famous. That's. I'm still mad about Blockbuster being gone. <laughs> I passed by that where the, our, our old Blockbuster used to be, and it's just like, now it's like an insurance mm-hmm. building. And like, it's weird. Ugh. And you Ugh. can always tell because they're all kind they all kind of look the same. They yeah. have the same like square structure. So you're well, like, that used to and be it a Blockbuster. Also, I mean, if this was, uh, if they were just going to make like a regular insurance building, they wouldn't make it with giant glass walls in the front. So mm-hmm. it's super awkward because yeah. you watch all the insurance people running around. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I don't want to see you. I want to see tapes. Yeah. Just, see, just put like, up big, like, fake print out images of what the blockbuster looked like on the inside mm-hmm. put those on the window that'd be great that'd actually make me really happy yeah i would oh, i'd be fooled those, at least twice look at all those I'd vhs's be, in there yeah. i'd dope. swerve they're like oh it's my like god 80s it's yeah. like 80s and there's like big tvs on the wall but they're huge no it's kind of funny there was one i didn't even notice this until recently close to where we are recording mm-hmm. on Windchime island okay. we used to have a a, a dvd right off the rental coast. place uh yeah just off the coast <laughs> and um it got it, it 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 left and then they brought in like some kind of a cell phone store but the funny thing is the sign out front they only switched like half of the sign to say sprint or whatever uh-huh. the other half they still have never removed it just says dvd rental nice <laughs> they just still have sprint even though, dvd rental yeah it's not it's a combined business i love it yeah it's just like a they're just like oh we don't care about that half of the sign they just leave just it don't look at it guys <laughs> they kind of just don't care <laughs> they're like well, no one's going to be confused, and it's going to cost us more money to remove it. Yeah. So, yeah, DVDs there. They're like on that's their way out too. New business for us: phone and DVD mm-hmm. rental. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of business, uh, when we come back, we will be reviewing the founder. I know what you're thinking. How the heck does a 52-year-old over-the-hill milkshake machine salesman? build a fast food empire with 1,600 restaurants and an annual revenue of $700 million. One word, persistence. Prince Castle Sales. Hi, Jim. Ray, how's it going down there? Good, swell, a lot of interest. We got an order, six mixers. To anyone in particular? McDonald's. Care for a little tour? We wanted something different, and that's when my brother here comes up with one of his brilliant ideas. Order's ready in 30 seconds, not 30 minutes. Unique, original, there's nothing like this. It's revolutionary. It's exactly what it is, it's revolutionary. What is that? The golden arches. It's a way to make the place stand out, huh? There should be McDonald's everywhere. Franchise the damn thing. Mr. Croc. Franchise. 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 McDonald's can be the new American church. 
But it ain't just open on Sundays, boys. I am flesh and I am bone. Rise up, ting, ting, like glitter and gold. How can we be almost out of capital? Did you mortgage our home? We could lose everything. I want to renegotiate my lousy deal. I can't. Can't or won't? Ray. What? No. Oh, damn it. What you ought to be doing is owning the land upon which that burger is cooked. You're not in the burger business. You're in the real estate business. Franchise Realty Corporation. It's its own separate company, which puts it outside your purview. There's a wolf in the hen house. We let him in. When's enough going to be enough for you? Probably never. You are to stop this instant. I am through taking orders from you. You have a contract. Contracts are like hearts. They're made to be broken. Business is war. It's dog eat dog, rat eat rat. I want to take the future. I want to win. The brothers are your business partners. Make it go away. I don't care what it takes. That glorious name, McDonald's. I had to have it. You don't have it. You sure about that? The Founder, directed by John Lee Hancock, starring Michael Keaton, Nick Offerman, John Carroll Lynch. That's where my memory died. Linda Cardellini. Yeah, there's a bunch of people. BJ Mo- Novak, Laura Dern. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, Patrick Wilson, of course. Yeah, he got on screen and I was like, oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. That's a guy. He uh, was Owlman. So we have <laughs> Owlman... And Batman in the same movie. Well, and dope. Birdman. And Birdman. Batman is Birdman. What? <laughs> we have all of the flying mans. Yeah. That's amazing. It wasn't... No. Linda Cardellini was not a superhero. No. Nope. She was Velma. Yep. And BJ Novak has not been a superhero yet. But it's only a matter of time, right? And then... And then uh, he can do it. He's I got mean, a face. I, well, does Jurassic Park count as a superhero movie? Uh, Laura Dern? You're, yeah. You're throwing her in with hey, that? <laughs> she survived Velociraptor. That's true. That's true. But yeah. burgers beat her. Uh, Bummer. The founder is, it's about Ray Kroc, who was the man who essentially made McDonald's what it is today. Uh, when you think of McDonald's, you think of Ray Kroc. For good or ill. Yeah. Even though his name is not on the restaurant. Yeah. It's, and this film tells you why. Yeah. This film mm-hmm. is really interesting. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean, it's set in what is that? Didn't they say a year, nineteen fifty-four or something like that? Nineteen mm-hmm. fifties, yeah. It's when you know, uh, uh, drive. What do they call them? Drive-ins? Drive-ins, yeah. Where you would just drive up, and then they bring the food to like your window I mean, with a little with like like a tray. Tray, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's still what's that one? Uh, American Graffiti. No, Sonics. Oh, Sonic. Like, yeah. Sonic is one of the few ones that still exist. Except That's a drive. They don't give you like a little tray, do they? Yeah. They can. Do they I really? Have yeah. yeah, you can ask huh. for a tray, and they'll put it on the side of your car. Wow. Yeah. It, it won't have silverware. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is definitely a different time, but that's one of the few restaurants that still do that, and that's that's a big chain, too. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, they probably held on to that as a, a One marker. of the few that survived. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, so Michael Keaton is Ray Kroc. Yep. Uh, he's kind of, at the start of this film, he's a... a not necessarily unsuccessful, but just uh, not as successful as he'd want to be. I mean, I, I, found, I found him to be a guy who like believes in new, innovative ideas, mm-hmm. 
and wants to like champion them and sell them on. But he's he's someone that believes too strongly in them before they're proven. So yeah. he's he's just had a string of of things that he's tried to sell that while giving him a comfortable life, you know, he's got a house for him and his wife, and, and he's he got a, a, he's, he's a, he's a, a little company, company yeah. mm-hmm. and and he's going along there. He's kind of disenfranchised because the thing he sells is something that is progressive, like that multi-shake thing mm-hmm. that he sells at the beginning of the movie is a really interesting thing mm-hmm. that that unfortunately is not applicable to the majority of restaurant or drive-ups because they don't have that type of, of you know speedy surface yeah. uh, service. You know, it's a, it's a more of I mean, he, we see in the beginning of the movie he's just. Sick and tired of not being able to sell anything. Every single time he goes to eat somewhere, they get his order wrong. It takes forever. It's always dirty. There's always an element around smoking that he, he doesn't enjoy as a family man. Mm-hmm. And and he's just totally disgusted with it. And then he hears about this huge order of six of those things that he's been trying to sell. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's got too much pride to even admit to his wife that he hasn't sold a single one. <laughs> yeah. I think that th- that was also interesting when when you meet some of his friends or just people that he knows and they're mm-hmm. like oh and they mention other things that he tried to sell that yeah. didn't work yep and I was like oh There's wow like he's yeah. yeah he believes in these ideas and he tries to push them forward but he it just, just yeah it's not going. it's not always good mm-hmm. and and he has trouble seeing that and and he also lives in an area where his wife's friends and his friends are like old money so people who don't have to work at all. Yeah, that are retired and they don't care anymore. And he's clearly of an age where he could have retired if he had, you know, like a solid job or a good career. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think he's supposed to be like fifty. Yeah, like he's. Yeah, he's not. He's a... of an age where all of his friends are of a similar age, and none of them are working anymore. Mm-hmm. They just play golf, yeah. and they go and eat at a club where it's like you know ritzy rich people, and and he's not about that life. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it's just very interesting to see. The um, what I was was so taken aback by when this movie starts once he he finds out about they're they're actually called the McDonald brothers yeah like they're he finds out about them he goes to them and he says let's let's tell me your story like yeah. Yeah. tell me your whole story and they do and I found that story just as interesting as what happens in the rest of this yes. film yeah. like they're how they fought that could have been a movie. Yeah, how they fought so they hard. Started they started with like they tried to do like a movie theater, and then that failed because that was one brother's dream. Yeah, was the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And then they they the depression hit, and so they're like, well, people need food, so let's make let's sell food. Yeah, they so got it a just stand into a whole they got like a little hot dog stand. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah, like that whole story was so nuts to me that I was like, where is this movie even going to go now? Mm-hmm. Like we've or, we've gotten the whole backstory of how these brothers got started. It's be, it's be, I mean, it's at, at that point when you realize this isn't a McDonald's movie, it's th- this is a croc movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is not about McDonald's. As much as it is about McDonald's, it's not about the brothers, it's about the founder. Yeah. Well, and also we started with him in very humble beginnings. You mm-hmm. know, I think it was important for the audience to see that and not what he, well... Becomes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And he, I mean, through like what deals and and not necessarily lying but just yeah. kind of like uh i mean he he starts as a champion to their cause yeah he just he's got a bit more passion than they have it's there's a, there's just that big ideological difference between what are you willing to do to be the biggest thing ever versus yeah. you know taking care it's their baby 
essentially yeah. this restaurant and and to to franchise it like it's so crazy every step of the way that he has an idea they say they either say we've thought of it and didn't want to do it or we tried it and it failed and he says it didn't fail you just didn't you know try it differently mm-hmm. like every every step of the way yeah and he ends up through through his franchising out he ends up finding the right kind of people to carry that forward mm. and it's an ideological difference between the two brothers and him is that they want they want to do this one thing and they want to do it perfectly and they want to do the right thing and they want to do the good thing mm. and he wants to do the right thing if that right thing will continue to make him grow and to make an empire and to make a name for himself like he is at his core someone who is pretty vain like he wants yeah. recognition he wants people to know him he wants he wants to spread this good idea throughout the world and it's i mean at the end of the day him and the brothers are on the same page mm-hmm. they just have a different view on how to do it I thought it was well done because you could see both sides. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like a one-sided Yeah, there was not a right and a wrong. Mm -hmm. There was just two different ways of doing it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought the performances were very good. Across the board. Oh, yeah. 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 Everyone was great. Mm -hmm. That's actually one of my positives over here. Yeah, talk about it. Um, I just thought that he was perfect because he has this like smug look on his face mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. Even when he was down on his luck, he mm-hmm. still had that, you know. He was presenting himself. Yeah. Yep. I think that. His bearing. He was the best guy for this role. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yep. I even thought it was really interesting. Uh, I think some people would be very confused to see uh, Nick Offerman without the mustache. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it so much, that but was- he. he <laughs> He did a good job. It was weird to see him in that role. I'm glad, I'm glad he's got it back yeah. in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, I mean, he kind of plays not necessarily a meek man mm-hmm. in the film, but he's... He's, he's, he's a humble man. Yeah. Yeah. That he, was cool to see. Yeah. I, I, he was believable. Mm-hmm. I yeah, know, both the brothers were very well portrayed. And they're very good as brothers. Like, yes. they, yeah. they had a weird energy flying back loved, and forth. I love their relationship. Like, I could tell, like, these are two two guys... We grew up, they care about each other, they look out for each other, and they want each other to be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the only reason they agree to the franchise in the begin with is because uh, the older brother whose you know, movie idea failed, he's like, your dream is to franchise this, this restaurant out. Mm-hmm. Like, this is your brainchild. Wait, the Golden Arches. Yeah, the Golden yeah. Arches. Like, yeah. this is your dream, and this man can help us achieve that dream. So let's do this. And, and it's just... Like they see it as a sacrifice. They're they're kind of giving away their baby a little bit, just so that one of them can can hopefully achieve their dream. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how far in the film we want to talk. Yeah. Uh, but you know, McDonald's is still around today, so obviously it worked. Something out, successful I guess. happened there. Yeah. Uh, is there I, anything non-spoilery that you have written down? We're looking at physical paper right now. Sorry, I'm old school. I was actually thinking about bringing the paper into the movie theater and writing stuff down during the movie. I didn't. I wanted to. Never do that. Don't ever take out your phone and start (laughs) tapping down notes. Not a paper. I'm just saying. Well, how would you see it in the dark? And also, how crazy would like a crinkle of a paper (laughs) be like? What the hell's going on in this? Someone's writing. Put your paper away. And it's like white, so it's reflecting the light of the screen back up into that person's face. There was like five people in the theater. We're fine. Hey. I was alone in that theater, so don't even start with me. Really? I thought you guys saw it together. Yeah, we had... It was then like, what did I see recently that I was completely There was four of us. It was you and me and the two ladies in front. Oh, yes! Did you kick their seat the entire time? No, we were no. like five rows back. Yeah. Oh, bummer. They were talking. Was that... Oh, that wasn't rude. a pick your, pick your seat place, was it? Yeah. No, 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 no. 
Yeah? Yeah, it no. was. Yeah? No, no, it wasn't. No. No, it wasn't. God, how many movies do you see? I, I see, see a lot of movies <laughs> everywhere. I can't yeah. remember everything. <laughs> I couldn't remember if we picked Dear our seats or if it was no, 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 yeah. anything. Yeah, 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 no, we got in the theater and you're like, all right, good, because you saw that no one was in there. Yeah. And you went to go get food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I oh, sat yeah. up there. I, got, and then the two I pulled ladies a Jessica. I went and got a pizza. You had yeah. a pizza? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was all right. And the old ladies every once in a while would be like, yeah, so this was, and they discussed something that just happened in the film. And I was like, I'm glad My we're sitting this high that. up. My grandma does that. I took her to see La La Land and in the <laughs> middle. She's like, that was a good scene. I liked that. Be- I'm like, Grandma, we're not the only ones grandma, here. Shut up, Grandma. And I'm like, Grandma, sitting- I love you. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I felt so Grandma, I love grandma, you so I love much. You shut up. <laughs> grandma, I love you so much. Tonight. Close your mouth. <laughs> Grandma, I know you can't remember past when the movie ends, but yeah. we'll talk. I'll remind you. I will write this down. <laughs> Shut your mouth, Grandma. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, if you can't pass a driver's license, you sh- a driver's license test, you shouldn't go to the movie theater. Me, me and Jordan. She has. She can see. <laughs> I'm just saying. The, the method that me and Jordan had, instead of talking, every once in a while, Jordan would look at me with a big old grin, and I'd oh, look yeah. at and I'd, I'd nod. I love that. A silent nod. I, when I see movies with someone, every once in a while something will happen, and I'll just look at him and give him a smile. Like, where do... You don't That's... smile at me when we see movies. <laughs> when was the last time we saw a movie together? <laughs> Hang on. Did yeah. we see the... Give you a moment. The, the fighting one. We saw the fighting. Are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Because I was looking at your ass a lot. You were looking at my ass. Is that what you said? You were sitting down. I'm sorry. I just dropped into like street language. (laughs) I just wanted to ask. I just. (laughs) You were seated. I could not. That's why I was confused. I know. We were sitting next to each other. Sorry. I just dropped into the way I normally talk when I'm not on a podcast. Jesus. My apologies. (laughs) This podcast is going to take a real interesting turn next episode. Yeah. You know what? I'm changing a lot about this Nerds uh, ass podcast. View. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be What's great. up? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I'll just be throwing up peace signs the whole time. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, you didn't notice me looking at you during Big Trouble in Little China? I was A movie we along. haven't finished yet? I know. <laughs> I'm so mad. She had to leave before the movie was over. I had to. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to finish that movie someday. That was the music video night. <coughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. In three months, we can see it. What? Um, <laughs> did we review Assassin's Creed? Yes. Was that? A th- we didn't. God, we didn't did that happen? Really like it, yeah. yeah. Did you tune it out already? I, yeah, that movie. I can't place it in the timeline of my life. Like it's just like I know we saw it. You know, they're still going like on the five freeway. Five. It's still north. a big. They're still. Yeah, 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 yeah sideways. Yeah. That's the most annoying thing. Well, this one's... Oh, like, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of up or down, it's left or right, which is not correct. Well, the whole thing creeps me out because of the the finger. Like, it's like, you know, the finger Oh, yeah. He gets it it cut off in the past, and and they they don't explain explain it. it. Yeah. Do you want me to explain it to you? It's from the video game, yeah. and you know what? Yeah. If you're gonna bring in video game you elements, to you? video game knowledge to the tell movie, after, yeah. the movie. No, I'll tell you right now. I feel is it like short, yes. short and sweet. It's they cut off the finger because that's where the blade goes through. So, through so you can finger. have your hand closed and shoot the blade out, and it goes where your ring finger would be. So that way, you can have your hand closed, do like a punch action, and just stab and kill somebody. So it's a hidden blade in every way. I just don't like it. Well, <laughs> 
You're not going to get What do they do anyway. with the fingers? I just, they throw them out. There's a jar of them. <laughs> there should be a jar. <laughs> they make necklaces. They, they make them into candy. That's, Gross. No, I like the jar idea as like a potential sequel where like in the future they find the jar and it's perfectly preserved and they can use the DNA from that no. to mm. find the weird. That's not oh. how it works. I know that's not how it works. Movie. Guess what? Not how it works. Yeah, whatever. So are we still, what's happening? Sounder? <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing tangent. And and if if I edit this, I will cut that whole section. Oh, sad panda. Because that was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I think we just don't want to say some some really good stuff that yeah. could be spoilers for people who don't. I mean, it, I'm I'm trying not to say stuff that I didn't know going in, mm-hmm. and that when it happened, I was a little like, wow. Yeah, and like when it comes down to it, the reason I think we brought up the whole like talking in the movie theater is like sometimes there are things worthy of discussion during the film. And I smile at the person I'm sitting next to to be like, oh, hey, this is. is a pivotal moment, making sure that we both know like this is a moment and then we can talk about it later. Because yeah. me smiling at the other person kind of you know, locks that into their mind of like, oh, yeah, you looked at me during that moment in that film. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, creepily smiled at yeah, me. That's basically the only way I know how to smile. Well, <laughs> and uh, but but there are several of the like there are things that happen in this movie that I didn't do any research before mm-hmm. we saw this. And man, there's some twists and turns, and I really like some characters, and I really dislike other characters. And if they're true to the way people acted in real life, like I kind of have a fundamental problem with McDonald's now, mm-hmm. which sucks because I like their sodas, and that's about it. That's very random. Yeah, they have good sodas, like their their little machine mix of. I used to work there, so I know how okay. they do everything. Okay. And um, and yeah, their their sodas were good. I like I like Coca Cola. Can uh, we talk a little about um, the director, please? So uh, that's non spoilery. <clears throat> yeah, other films he's done uh, include The Rookie. Oh, okay. The Alamo. Do you need to hold like your The Blind Side? Oh, okay. okay. And Saving Mr. Banks. Okay. I really like Saving Mr. Banks. I even really though like Saving. The Mr. thing Banks. with Saving Mr. Banks is I'm very aware of the parts that it. W- that were true yeah. yeah the parts that were just very like the we just need a story yeah yeah the ending was very much like yeah we just need an ending to the yeah, we story just a movie. Yeah. even though it didn't clearly couldn't have ha- there's no way it happened there's no way. Yeah. but um i mean i've haven't seen the blind side uh i i remember for some reason i didn't want to see it when it came out uh the alamo i haven't seen the rookie is that the one with um dennis, dennis quaid? quaid yep where he's like, uh, uh, he's an old man trying to be a young man. Yeah, famous for uh, famous because of the movie Dog's Purpose. Yeah, that, that Dennis Quaid. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why he's famous right now yeah. at yeah. this moment. That's the only reason. I don't think he was any other movies before. Wow, was he like just, the biggest person in this? Just movie? the rookie and the Dog's Purpose. Was that Sandra Bullock? Is the rookie the one that starts with the story about the nuns on the field? I have no idea. I've never seen that film. Could that be? You've never seen the rookie? Uh-uh. Wow. I've even seen the rookie. I don't. I, baseball might be my least favorite sport at this point in time. Okay. Number one is basketball. Oh, okay. Least favorite? Yeah, it's probably baseball. Okay. But number one favorite is basketball. Yeah, number one favorite is basketball. Oh. We've been missing those games. I way. know. Well, it's they're not coming back till April now. That's the thing. Uh, hockey's up there too. Now I'm trying to do it in my head. I'm trying to figure out which one. Football's got to be pretty and low this too. This has been sports with Andrew. <laughs> with Andrew. <laughs> Uh, that's that's a bad segment. That yep. segment should stop existing. Uh, my point is, it's he's it, like, I don't like baseball. I, I think besides, I know Andrew, you said it last week. Besides, I just want you to uh, know. 
Still don't like it. Still. Tried it again. Nothing's changed. Don't like it. <laughs> Just going to update everyone. <clears throat> I threw a ball. <laughs> I tried to hit a ball. Still couldn't hit the ball. I like hitting it. I think I. Oh, yeah. Know. Going to the batting range is super hit, fun. Hitting a ball. Yep. But then I could do golf. So. Yeah, golf is you're hitting a ball more too. rewarding. Because yeah. it also goes it's not way as fun, further. Though. Golf is not as fun. I still think hitting a basketball is much better. Hitting a basketball? Well, that's You, do, too, you sorry. hit Baseball. a lot of basketballs. Yeah. That actually would be yeah, a fun Yeah, I take new a sport. bat out and hit a basketball. I'm like trying to picture it now. This would be a great new sport. Okay, we're we're getting way off. So whatever. you're talking about basketball. But <laughs> do you have to hit it into? Isn't that isn't that yeah, a, that's a movie South from Park the South movie? Park guys? Yeah, it's not it's a South Park filmed. movie, but it's the people. What are they from? Called? Trey Park Trey and Park. Matt Stone. That's him. Them. Trey Parker. Yep. One of them is in Despicable Three. Me. Yep. Uh, my point is, this guy has done a lot of uh, based on a true story stuff. Interesting. And at least for what we know from Save Mr. Banks, little fibby at the end. Yep. So I don't Take know how much liberties. how much the founder keeps to the to the realness uh-huh. of it. Uh, but that's you know that's kind of interesting. Anyway, let's let's save the rest for spoiler zone. But I'll say I liked it. I'll admit that. I liked it too. I liked it. I didn't like what happened in it. I know. But yeah. I, but I liked it. Now yeah. every as time a we- film, it's good movie. Every time mm-hmm. I see the McDonald's logo, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. those golden arches. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. all right. Jordan went to unnamed other fast food restaurant yeah. instead of McDonald's. Yeah, I walked up and you went, oh, McDonald's again. And I turned the bag around and I went, nope. <laughs> you didn't even have to turn the bag. I knew from the cup shape. Okay. Just making sure. He knew all the cut shapes. Right. right? I know. How silly <laughs> Do you have flashcards on them? Yeah. No, they're yeah. all just in his room uh-huh. along the wall. With all stickers. the different cups from all the different ones. Yeah, they all got stars on them. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he mastered them. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. All right, so come come back at the end for, for our talk on how this film turns out in a way that, that not everyone knows. Uh, yep. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian. And I'm Rob. And we're the hosts of Faux Boys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. So, Aaron, what is Doughboys? Doughboys is this podcast hosted by Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell, who are two hilarious comedians, where they talk about chain restaurants every single week. So, wait, what's Boys then? Boys is a podcast hosted by Aaron, Brendan, Brian, and Rob, four hilarious comedians who talk about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. Are we going to go to the same chain restaurants that the Doughboys are going to? I sure hope so. But if we don't, we're still going to record an episode. Do they have chain restaurants in Canada? <laughs> Some of them. So tune in to Foboys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants on BenviewNetwork.com. Every two weeks to listen to Foboys, the podcast about the podcast about chain restaurants. Hey, does Feral Audio know we're doing this? All right, let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. We got The Space Between Us. We got Rings. And in limited release, we have The Comedian. But before we play guess the ending, let's give out some thanks. The hell was that? Uh, thanks. Do you get even higher as you drink? Yeah, take a drink. I got a little dry. I got it. Uh, uh, let's thank Silent Partner, who did our theme song, uh, "Sophomore Makeout," which we got from the YouTube Audio Library. Yay! If you go to YouTube.com/slash/audio-library, you can find that and more uh, uh, music and sound clips to use in your projects. Do it. Uh, the the drawing that is our logo was drawn by Justin Kizon. One and only. He's an artist and a writer, and you can read his writings at agentsofguard.com and check out his Instagram for uh, his video a day. Yep, stuff, they're good. Which is fun. Lots of fun. Jessica, you should be in some of those. I should be. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, get your start. 
Pick your path. Get your st- pick it, why is that still there? I gotta delete that. I don't know what's going on with Pick Your Path. You guys it's, need to get that back on that. It's a podcast that uh, uh, I wrote with uh, uh, David King and Matt Benson, and we uh, we wrote uh, you know choose your adventure stories. That was a lot of fun. Go to benvnart.com slash pyp. Uh, it was very fast. Yeah. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about optograb.org, uh, where you can find his short stories and other writings, uh, which are also on Amazon and Smashwords. Jessica, do you want to promote something? I'm on Instagram. Jessica L. McKay. And uh, one day it'll probably extend to Twitter and Facebook, but for right now, just Instagram. You don't post a lot. Not really. You should. I, I posted I'm posting all the time. About me. Oh, Instagram? Yeah. And you don't like my posts. What? You don't some, either, Jordan. Got some social media shade. You don't, I don't really. I don't. When was the last time I posted on Instagram? <laughs> I don't, you might be a lurker. I don't really know when I opened that app last time. You might be a lurker. It's possible. Well, I play on Snapchat. I'll look at your Snapchat stories. Snapchat don't matter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Snapchat's for babies. <laughs> anyway, my Instagram is Podcaster Andrew. Just get get in there. Much better than Jessica's. Oh, my goodness. I post Whoa. way more. You know what? Mine <laughs> is fancy pants, all right? I got pictures of me on the red carpet. I got pictures of me doing mm-hmm. cool stuff. So Yeah, from two years ago. Mm-hmm. Shark. No, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. no. Whoa, no talk no. about social media shade. That was like yeah, <laughs> more man. severe. Yeah, I was just saying that's how often you post. <laughs> well, I want it to be good. You know what I mean? I don't want to post all the time and lose one a day is okay. enough. Okay, well, that's a lot. Okay, Bryce, that is Dallas not Howard. a lot. It's a lot. That is not a lot. Come on, how, how can you make it? Good. You want to make like good stuff. You want to post good. So you're saying what I'm posting isn't good? I'm go not watch, saying that. Go watch Black Mirror. Oh, for season God's three. Sake. I can't even Bryce Dallas Howard. Black Mirror right Go now. Go watch that. It's about social media. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were just breaking up the fight. Jordan, Go watch a movie. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? Not this week. No, no streamers? Nope. No streamings? Nope. I'm trying to think of different ways to say stream. I beat Resident Evil today, so oh. I will not be streaming that this weekend. I'll be back next week with Neo. Neo? Yep, but that'll be the following week, not okay. this coming week. I just want to put streamers in your room now. No. <laughs> wow if you go to benvnetwork.com you'll find all the other podcasts on the Benview Network uh, such as uh, Faux Boys and uh, w- you were just on a Trent Talk yeah what were you talking about we actually uh, the crazy thing is uh, back after Trent Reznor did the soundtrack to the, the social network he was asked to come back to David Fincher's next film which was uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and in that film, instead of making this big score that was actually like a character in the film, like it was in Social Network, they instead focused on ambient music. Aside from uh, uh, the beginning credits, uh, credits and end credits, it was basically just ambient noises to actuate, like to add to each scene because it is a murder mystery movie. Mm-hmm. So you don't want a really strong soundtrack. You want it to just be in the background and adding to your, you know, how you feel. You don't want to be aware of it. Exactly. It shouldn't be corny. So yeah. so to talk about the music in that film doesn't make any sense, even though him and Atticus Ross came back a couple months later and made a three CD album that was over three hours long oh, music for that film, but it has nothing to do with the movie. They just <laughs> took like some of the music and we're like, we're going to blow this out and make a huge soundtrack called Null 2. That's weird. And um, we didn't cover that. Mm-hmm. We instead talked about the film. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get something a little bit like this, we talked about Girl the Dragon Tattoo, 2011 mm-hmm. with Daniel Craig. And, uh, um, and 
we just had a good time. Like we pretty much broke down the whole movie talking about music Neat. and uh, what happened in the film, which you guys should see that if you haven't. Have you seen that movie? Why are you looking at me? Like you, you didn't even look at Andrew. You just went right to me. Have you seen that movie? Well, you know what the answer is. No. Yes. Well, have you seen correct. that movie? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> have you I've seen, seen the original, and that was very intense. What the Fuck. No, I saw the original. No, you guys telling, need like, to see this movie. Like, the original, it's very intense. Jim. I understand. I had that. to take, I had to take a couple years to want to come back. I, all right, based on what happens in the film, I completely understand. And because but I kind David of, Fincher made an amazing movie. No, I know. And I'm, the fact that Daniel he Craig's hasn't, there too, also. he hasn't made the two sequels yeah. is mind blowing. Well, I did because make, that I film did, did really well. It didn't make that. It money. made enough money. If you look at the total gross, it made like. Uh, 180 million more than than how much it took to make it. Yes, because of it did well in other parts of the world. It Mm. didn't do well here because we're stupid Americans. But I think they also released it at a bad time. I can't remember. Yes, they did. Yeah, and it won won an Academy Award. So it's not like it was a terrible film. It was really good. It won for uh, best adapted editing. Oh, editing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a fantastic film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all should watch that movie. I including wish you guys the listeners, wish the audience could see his hand gestures that yeah, go along. But you know, I'm it. actually giving a crap when I start moving my hands. Yeah, because I'm usually so lazy. I'm just a slug here, <laughs> laying on the floor with the mic pointed at my. Yeah, mouth. you were just kind of like, yeah, the founder. Uh, that's the movie. So good. <laughs> we saw Ray Kroc's a piece of crap. I was alone in a theater. Yeah. What, Jordan? Where are you? <laughs> By myself. <laughs> but now you're like, look, you're like living. You like look, became Daniel I Craig care about in this I moment. Know, I know. Look at this. I'm about to James Bond on both of you. Wow. And. Watch that movie and then listen to that episode of Trent Talk okay. at Trent Talk Pod on Instagram on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a really good episode we did, and that's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. If this is a podcast about movies, go watch that movie. It will mess you up a little bit. It's dark. It's a messed up film. Yeah. the The book that it's based on is actually titled "The Men Who Hate Women." Did oh, you talk God. about? Um, that makes me really want to see. No, it. it's you, a fantastic. Film. Did you talk about you it all it. in that discussion about how like Rooney Mara's state of mind in the whole thing? Yes. Because, yeah, I remember like hearing, there, like... There are scenes where she has bruises and all this stuff, and but it's I like, think, no, because that's how intense the filming was. Those I also think David Fincher wasn't cool. Like, he yeah. wasn't cool during the movie. Uh, David Fincher's not really cool <laughs> anyway. Like, I don't, not, I don't I don't really think he did anything, like, Fincher's terrible, but I think he was just, like... They, well, you know, he was he was he pushed everyone to their yeah, limits. Yeah, he pushed everyone to their limits. And limit. she had the most intense role. Yeah. So, like, there are scenes and where those bruises are real. Didn't he, like, make her get a piercing? Like, no, no, no. No, she wanted to get the piercings, but she still... She still has one of the piercings in case they film the sequels because oh, of how terrible that getting that piercing was. She never wants to do it again. So she still Jesus has the piercing in, in case they do the sequels. I, it's a really good film. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Trent Talk. It's on the Venue <laughs> Network. David, all right. No, that's Watch it. that. That's enough. <laughs> Jesus. Um, you should also check out Extra You're Damage. You're definitely not getting the sticker now. This is oh, a video, no. game, video game podcast that Jordan's on away. sometimes. What? I'm trying to think of all the podcasts that you're on sometimes. I know, it's ridiculous. Extra Damage. I will be on Extra Damage soon, okay. I'm sure. But I you were still... on like two two weeks ago or something. Yep. I mentioned it last week, I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, Jessica, you're on podcasts all the time. Am I on podcasts? Thank you for listening to Nerds. <laughs> you go to anybypodcast.com, email us at anybypodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at anybypodcast, and uh, Ben V Network is on Twitter at Ben V Network. I'm on Twitter at Podcaster Andrew. That's also my Instagram. And I'm at TrueValk. Let's guess the ending. Yeah, uh, it's time for guess the ending. You'll never guess. How it ends. How it ends. <laughs> uh, who's, up, who's up the Jessica's. first do? 
All right, so I got The Space Between Us. The director is Peter Chelsom, starring Britt Robertson, Aza Butterfield, Janet Montgomery, Carla... Dang it. Carla Guingo. Guggino. What are you... What are you... Uh, okay. Can I blame it on the cracks on my phone? Yeah. Sure. Can I blame it on that? Yep. Listeners, I broke my phone terribly, and well, it's so upsetting. You get, you get mad all the time. You just throw your phone. I tell you not to, but you're just so Without angry. a case, I like to live on the edge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we watched Big Trouble in Little China, and you couldn't finish the movie, and you got mad, and you just threw your I phone. Was so I was so mad like, at it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I geez. don't know how it's going to end. Okay. <sighs> all right. The first human born on Mars travels to Earth for the first time, experience the wonders of the planet through fresh eyes. He embarks on an adventure with a street smart girl to discover how he came to be. Hold on. Have either of you read Stranger in a Strange Land? Say that three no. times fast. Stranger in a Strange Land. Stranger in a Strange Land. Stranger in a Strange Land. <laughs> Have either of you read that book? No. no. Okay. In that book, it posits that because of international law and the way like interplanetary laws work, the first person born on a new planet would then own that planet oh. and be the sole proprietor. So this, this guy should be insanely rich, but of course it's okay, a young If you wanted book. to guess the ending to this movie, Jordan, you right, should have picked it. I just didn't realize that he was born there. I should have read oh stuff. Oh my God. But she got first choice. It's not up to me. She was willing to give that please, up. Please. Jessica, please. What, what is the ending? Don't let movie? Jordan's Jessica? crazy cool idea derail you it's from It's not my idea. It's do. from an amazing book that came out like 30 years ago. Yeah, but if you had had it for guess the ending, that's how I you I did offer it. Not I'll ring. say that. Not the ring. No, you were just playing with your stickers. No, we're not. This Whatever. movie's about space? Yeah, uh, you know, Mars, maybe. Okay. What's between us? What? Space. Space? Ah. Space. You got me stuck on stickers again. Oh, my God. This episode's there are no stickers. By. <laughs> there are no stickers. Sad panda. Okay. So, basically, we have this kid who lives on Earth, and his name is Billy. And he... He lives on Mars. Sorry, he was born. Did I say Earth? I'm so sorry. Doesn't matter. He was born on Mars and wants to come to Earth. So he actually has um, a pen pal with this girl who lives on Earth. And um, she doesn't believe him at all. And he just, I think, you know, this is a typical story of the grass is always greener on the other side. And um, even though he has everything that he wants, um, everything is given to him. He, you know. He does have a very blessed, charmed life, but there's not a lot of people there, and he's definitely a lot of... He's lonely. Yeah, there's not a lot of people his age there. So he goes, and um, he wants to make this big trip to Earth to see people and to experience what life is really like, but um, is really cautioned against it because his body is used to living on Mars, you know, without um, Earth's gravity, and he's, you know, he's very... He's warned that there will be negative consequences of this action. But, you know, he's made his, his decision. He's going to go out there. So he does. And um, he makes it to Earth. And he's kind of, he kind of sees the horrors of Earth. You know, he does see how many people are there. He sees all the, pop, um, the population, but also the, um, all the trash, all of the smog. He sees all of the, the negative. And the real tragedy of the story is that he's fallen in love with this girl who does not love him back. She just, you know, he was just an idea to her. But to him, she was everything. So it's really a, a sad story. And he doesn't, he doesn't make it. He doesn't last more than a week. Um, and it's, it's really a very sad story. 
But there is a happy moment because she does see him live. She sees him go for his dreams and that inspires her to follow her passion, which is going to space and, and traveling and kind of making the world a better place by, um, you know, populating another, another planet and um, actually making Earth better. So it's kind of a tragedy, but it ends happy. Nice. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Am I next? Yep. <laughs> Let me pull the document back up. I think I closed it. Yep, I closed it. You want me read it for you? No. Andrew just could be a nice guy and give me his phone, but, you know. I'm you want to read cracked screen? I don't have the document open either. Oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, Jordan, this, Jordan's next, this, so you should be ready. I won't world, be ready. This is the this world is we live in. Terrible. Do you want cracked screen? No. Rings. It's, it makes directed it by No, I got it now. Javier St. Vincent. Starring Vincent D'Onofrio, <laughs> Laura Wiggins, <laughs> Amy Teagarden, and Bonnie Morgan. Did I know scope that director? Yeah. No, I did not. F. Javier Gutierrez. Okay, no. That's I got Javier. That's yeah. all I got. I was it. like, there's more than one Vincent? This is very strange. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's what you I pulled, pulled it from. You pulled the Vincent yeah. from that. I was, I was like, wow, and I'm looking for it? A young woman finds herself on the receiving end of a terrifying curse that threatens to take her life in seven days. Uh... <laughs> Again, you chose this one. No, I didn't. <laughs> Actually, she chose and then you chose. I was given this one. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You could have bartered. No, <laughs> no, I couldn't have. You could have bartered for stickers. Yeah, that's not going to happen. They look so, like fun. No. Uh, so she gets a text message and it's a video and it auto plays because that's how everyone's phone is set up. And she sees <laughs> this curse and then... It starts just following her around. She keeps on having hallucinations. She goes through the whole thing from the first movie of like hair coming out of her mouth and feeling stuff in, in, in her scalp when she's showering. And, and uh, just like every other horror film these days, she sets about to try and find the source of the curse and figure out what actually happened. And it totally doesn't matter that there's been like three other films that already covered this exact <laughs> plot and we already know all that information. And, uh, and she forgets until the very end of the movie when the little girl's about to kill her, that all she has to do is forward the text. Because that's how you survive the curse in this universe. You have to make a copy of the film and you've got to send it to someone else and they have to watch it. Uh, just kind of like it follows. Uh, and so she just sends the text to somebody else that auto-plays auto and she doesn't die. So is she's, the end of the film. is she still haunted, though? No. It, the girl moves on to the next yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and unlike it follows, if that person dies, she's not the next on the list. She's fine, but it just like spreads this curse around until there's just like a group of people that can no longer send it to anyone else new, and all of those people get killed, and then it's over because everyone else has already watched the film and the curse is gone. Hmm. That's how it actually ends. Wow, wow, done. <laughs> the comedian, directed by Taylor Hackford, starring. Robert De Niro, Leslie Mann, Danny DeVito, Edie Falco. A look at the life of an aging insult comic named Jack Burke. Uh, so he's, right, so Robert De Niro is this aging insult comic. He's very mean in his act. It's kind of his thing. But it's not, you know, it's not that popular anymore. Because, and he, he blames it, as he says it, that PC culture. He's very upset. He's very old school. Uh, he's very upset at the way the world is now. Uh, but then as the movie goes on, uh, you, you find out that when he was uh, a bit younger, he had a chance, a very brief chance, but he completely screwed it up. 
at getting his own late night talk show, which is, you know, that's like a, a, a comedian thing where they want to, you know, not all of them want to, but, but there was a kind of prestige that it carried in the you know 70s and 80s. Nowadays, it's still given it to any, any Jimmy out there. Uh, and I mean that literally, Fallon and Kimmel. Uh, and then you, you, you find out that he, he com- just completely screwed up that chance and he's just still mad about it. And uh, he, he then also finds out that he has cancer and he's dying. Oh, that sucks. Uh, but then he also finds out that the young new host of whatever late night show that he loves is actually a big fan of his. Ooh. And so when he, through a mutual friend, finds out that he's dying of cancer or whatever, he, he, goes, he goes, well, I want to give him that chance for one night. I'm, I'm going to take a week off next week. And one of those nights, I'm going to let you host. Nice. And he gets to host. And he gets to do it. But then he says a lot of bad things on TV. And he gets in a lot of trouble. And then he dies the next day. So it's so okay. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. 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 People share videos out on the internet and complain for years. But he already died. He died. <laughs> doesn't matter. They can it, shows, him. it shows you that the only way you can escape social media is by literally dying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's comforting. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. And that's comforting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now uh, we can end the guessing. It's a real dark episode. Right? This was not, like, we nah, all had fine. really bad spins on it. No, this is great. Uh, <laughs> we can now end the episode. With a creepy smile. Uh, you say, no, nah, this is great, and nah, then just great. get an image of that dog where the house is on fire, and he's like, no, this is great. <laughs> no, this is fine. This that's is what fine. the dog says, I know, please. but that's the image that's I got with me. the face yeah. you made. No, <laughs> this, this is great. Is, this is great. Uh, but no, for real, this is great. Um... <laughs> I don't know. What's going to happen next week, Jordan? Normally I, I tease what movie is reviewing, but... Uh, but look at these films coming out next week. But also, I mean, I g- give me a week off, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think we might not do <laughs> anything me, next week. Let me retire a little. <laughs> I think I think we're not having an episode next week. All right. I'm. You know what? I'm going to bring it back. And uh, if if there's no like big releases coming out, I'll either talk about an old movie by myself and have a short episode like a really short episode just discussing an old movie and why people should see it mm-hmm. or we're just going to take some time off. It doesn't have to be every week. Are you Mr. Big TV? You're all in that bad TV movies, stuff too. Oh yeah, I could talk about a TV show that's coming out this season go. and why people should should watch it. For go. sure. Yeah. I mean, we'll, I mean we'll there's have a lot some, of people who watch TV. Yeah. I yeah, mean, there you yeah, go. there's a couple. But uh, we'll have something probably, but it's not always going to be a new release because come on, look at these films. Look, look Look at these folks. What about the um, the one that he saw that he can't tell us about? What? Oh, Split. Help. Yeah. That came out two <laughs> weeks ago. Oh, okay. Mm. Do what you want. <laughs> Do what you want. Do what you want. All right. Uh, so I guess in, until next week, uh, whenever I'll see you, I don't know, however that goes. I'm Andrew. I'm Jessica. And I'm Jordan. Remember, listeners. The suited dude comes up to you and says, "Hey, I love your idea. Let, tell me your story. Just shoot that guy in the face. <laughs> don't <laughs> even, don't even talk to him. Don't let him take just, you out to dinner. Just say, get away from me, you commie. Oh God. And get a gun out and make him leave, because he's gonna ruin your lives." Welcome. Choose one. Choose one what? Uh, has it been that long? No, I know. I just. <laughs> She's testing you. Yeah. <laughs> Choose one what? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs>
And now we're entering the spoiler zone. Woo-hoo. It's like the deep end. Yeah. Uh, and it is at the end of the show. So it's like the deep, like you went into deeper into listening. Yeah, you listen, mind. your depth, your listening depth is, is a larger number than okay. if you just took a Look shallow. It. I've got oh, my floaties right. on. Let's just do this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he gets married to another woman. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just one of the other reasons I do not like. That was so, Brock. just, it was so weird. He like, does he steal the wine? Like, yeah. is well, that the, the narrative so that happens weird. there? Yeah, it was like, I oh. mean, they, they're talking to each other in the middle of the night and not telling their spouses that they're spending all because night talking to the other he, person. The, there's an idea of perhaps, I mean, in his case, we get this for certain. I don't know if it's in her case as well, but it's that his wife is not supportive. His wife doesn't. But no, she, she does is, try. Uh, yeah, She's not supportive enough. That's, that's what I have the problem with is she is supportive. Yeah. She just is not enough like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't get excited about the same things he gets excited about. So when he finds that in someone else, mm-hmm. that's why the affair starts. Mm-hmm. And like I thought, I don't know, based on everything I saw, she was a good wife. Yeah, because that he one was a time shitty husband. He, yeah. She brought like, oh, and I have these people for you. She's like, she's trying yes, to help. She's mm-hmm. going out of her way. She she is the reason he comes up with the idea to go to young people. She's the reason for that. What what part? Oh, because of all because, the friends. Because yeah. he 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 at first got his shitty old old money friends to yeah. to open up franchises, but he didn't realize that because all they want to do is play golf and be retired, that they would just let it fall apart, and they didn't care about the brand. They weren't actually running it; they just kind of like set someone else. Yeah, just set someone yeah. else up yeah. and just were cashing the paychecks. So instead, she brings over a young couple. And okay. says, look, these people are interested in this. Let's do this. And he realizes because it's a young couple, they have drive. They, they're they actually motivated to, to get it to work because it is their livelihood. It's yeah. not just something they can set up on the side and cash a check from. And, and they, they also care about it because the store ends up becoming, you know, a part of them. They want it to look good. They want it to be family oriented. Mm-hmm. They don't want teenagers showing up you know, smoking and, and throwing trash everywhere. Like he realizes that those that's the age group that he needs to go to and that's what sets him off on that giant franchise tour that he starts and like goes all over the country and sets up like forty of them in one spree or something. Mm-hmm. And it's because she brought that couple in. Like she is instrumental yeah, I didn't make in that his empire. That makes sense. I thought the first one that the first young couple was the Jewish guy selling Bibles. No, that's his second he? in command. No, that's, that's the not the second. The second in command is the is the um, the guy running the line at the first at the first franchise. Oh, the meat guy. The yeah, the meat guy. He goes. He says his name. He's like Jack Turner or something like that. It's something Turner. That's the meat guy. The meat guy. Thank I don't you. know what else. <laughs> no, I like it. Guy? No, no, I like the, the meat guy. The guy selling Bibles is the one who tells him he needs to own the land. No, 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 no. That's no, BJ no, Novak. That's BJ Novak. Jesus Christ. There's too many freaking white we guys. We also saw it like a little more than, uh, well, not more than there's, a week ago. There's, too many, a week ago. there's too many 50s white guys yeah, in this Yeah, of course there is. <laughs> but well, it's it's ridiculous. No, I she is, I mean, yeah, the wife is he, but, helpful. But he has that moment, though, <clears throat> after talking to to that couple of realizing Well, that. she, I like, mean. There may have been another couple before that. But it's at that moment that he realizes, oh, this is who I should be targeting. I See, I got that moment when he's actually inside with them in the McDonald's that they had created. And the wife is outside with lollipops mm-hmm. and the husband is inside. And I feel yeah. I, that's the moment I was like, he understands now. Yep. That's what he needs. Hmm. But I'm saying that all leads back to his wife. 
Yeah. I was upset with how that, I mean, I kind of saw it happening. Yeah, I, I saw knew, it happening too. You knew it was coming. I knew. And but it was, just like, it was like, oh man. Like, because I, I, I didn't feel like she was unsupportive. I felt like she was there for him. Mm. You they know? were just different. Like she, yeah. she had her likes and dislikes and... Well, was, she was content. But, I think, but it, it was also, it was also, that's how she was raised. They're both, what, in their 50s? Like they come yeah. from a different time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if this is, if this is 54 and they're both in their 50s, they were born around the turn of the century. Yeah. Like they come from a different time. They went through the Great Depression. They went through World War One. They went through World War Two. That is very different than his new wife that he has and That's also true. all the young people that he sets up with franchises. Like mm-hmm. he comes from a different world and so does she. Like that whole going to the club and eating with your friends at this upscale place. Like that's how it was back then. But he sees it as a negative just because that's a, that was their upbringing. And I just think that's, that sucks that she's kind of punished because of who she is and not for what she did. Yeah. I don't don't think I just have a problem with that. But I understand why it happened. I think there's a lot of that in this movie where I understand why things happened. Not but you're exactly not happy, happy about it. with what yeah. exactly did happen. Yeah. I also think, given that I didn't really know how that all turned out, and I didn't know it y- jumps. But, it jumps. Well, There's but like stuff in the middle the, that we don't know. The idea of the the first time that he sees that woman, and then we find out that that's she's married to that other guy yeah. who he's trying to do business with. I thought, oh, is this going to go like in a dark, weird place where they get in a fight or something? Yeah, and the business falls and the apart business falls apart a little bit because of yeah, yeah that. But no, it actually like turned it completely around, yeah. yep. and she like inspired him to you know get get more restaurants and and all that. I um, I've been thinking a lot about the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's kind of preparing to to meet and speak with uh, Ronald Senator, Reagan. Senator Reagan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he wasn't. Was he? He it, was not president. I think it was nineteen. Oh, it was nineteen seventy something. In you're the right. speech, he says it Senator was, Reagan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, or governor. Governor, because yep. he was governor of California yeah, right, right, for a while. Right, right. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was that that funny idea of, and he would have known him as a movie star, like given yep. his age, mm-hmm. he would recognize him. Like that's crazy. But uh, it's just to show that how important he's come to be and how happy he is with that. And he has his little note cards. He's doing, he's practicing his speech. And he, he, he kind of pauses and he's taken aback when he gets to the point where he has to explain how McDonald's began. And it's something that he kind of cavalierly did earlier in the movie where in letters uh, that he wrote to people and in letterheads and in cards and in business transactions, he referred to his first franchise as the number one. The first time he ever does that, though, is when he's telling the story to his soon to, uh, his wife that he gets later and Patrick Wilson. Well, no, I th- that's the first he, time he does it before at, at a bank meeting. I think at a bank meeting, he also claims credit for the arches. Someone says, what's that? And he yeah. goes, Oh yeah, those are my golden arches. Yeah. yeah but, that's where meat guy was like, mm. yeah, but see there, there are points <laughs> though. Like, <laughs> Sorry, like there's part. a difference between him claiming one thing along the way, mm-hmm. but at that, at that, him having drinks with those guys, and oh, that yeah, woman, that's, true. that's the first time he claims to be the instigator, to yeah, be the source, to be that's the person true. who made everything. Yeah. The, that's when he begins the real lie. I think, yeah, because he sees that moment where he goes, I can say that I'm the second guy or I can That just, I'm the guy who just found Or this. they're never going to meet these other people and I can just anyway, steamroll so. it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just very interesting. And in that last scene, it seems like he's really having trouble with continuing that lie. And I don't know... Hmm. Uh, that's the way I read it. Uh, yeah, I, that he stumbles because he find like he still has has the inkling. He realizes he's still lying. He, not only realizes he's still lying, he goes, "Should I finally admit it? Yeah. Should I finally say something? Should I finally give them some recognition?" And he's, and he's looking at it and he goes, "Like this isn't true." Like he knows it's not. He's true. holding a lie in his hands. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Did you get that too? 
Yeah, I could kind of see the reticence on his face, but like, he, based on all of his actions, for him to like turn around at that point, yeah. it wouldn't mean anything. No, he's I, already screwed everyone else involved. And I mean, t- history as the of course, it, since it's based on a true story, at the end of the movie, we have to have words on the screen to tell us what <laughs> happened afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he never did give any money beyond. They made a deal. Yeah, he made yeah. a deal with the McDonald's brothers to take the name. And so they couldn't use their own name on yeah. their restaurant anymore. He paid, he paid them each like a million dollars. Yeah, they got a little. Yeah, a million after taxes. After taxes, and and he said in a handshake wanted, deal. Like yeah, he as wa- in, they wanted just one percent of the company. Yeah, so they'd yeah. have residuals for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And he took that out of the contract and said, I'll, I'll give you a handshake. And he lied to them there and said, it's not me. It's my whatever, Investors. my board members. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't you guys see that was... Yeah, like, oh yeah. I know like, you're screwing up at that yeah, point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and inside, I, I knew they, they were... They know it were... too. You see their faces. Yeah. Like, they know they're never going to get that money. Yeah. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, it was That was hard to watch. Because this is a man who's lied to them repeatedly. Like, of, yeah. course, of course they knew. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, but I just I, I think a lot about that ending where he's looking at that and he's just like maybe find, this is, maybe see, I, maybe I, I, I should yeah. I, I, I don't think that's him thinking maybe he should finally tell the truth. I think that's him like finally achieving what he wanted to have the recognition and to f- finally fulfill his vanity. Yeah, that's kind of where I and I to realize like it. oh I did that by screwing people over and lying. Well, yeah, like him well, just also realizing it, the type of person he is. Af- as the credits run, the the words on the screen tell you that the B J Novak character something went wrong with him yeah. too. And they just yeah. never talk and to they each other never talk and he won't talk about McDonald's on the record. Like yeah. He, yeah, like people ask people. He was like, nope, I will not talk about that. Yeah, like that's crazy too. Like what you know, what else do we not know or what else you know. Mm-hmm. But the the things that this movie covered were like weirdly specific, and yet it covered such a huge amount of time and such right. a wide array of the history of of, uh, of McDonald's. All these interpersonal relationships that it's hard to really know exactly what went down. Like we know the broad strokes, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean it just it just fast forward and they're married, and he's like in this big house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. Yep. crazy, crazy. And it's also interesting to know like the founder in. in Little hand hand motions. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't make his money from McDonald's. He made his money from realty. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like I think that's important to know. Whenever people talk about like opening restaurants and making money in America, like the real financial backbone and like where people make most of their money in this country is realty, mm-hmm. not anything else. It's the owning of land, mm-hmm. and that's how that's how he ultimately got himself. I mean. At the end of the day, I could see how he wanted to get himself out of that hole. He had bills mounting up. He, you know, he couldn't feel like he caught a break because he was in this constricted mm-hmm. uh, contract. Contract, and they wouldn't renegotiate. But he's an idiot for signing up with that in the first place. Like, well, I don't think. Just, I think. I mean, if he wasn't so aspirational in a, in a kind of negative way, mm-hmm. he could have waited. Yes, you wait. You know, because they always say like when you start a new business, the first year you're going to lose money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then after that, who knows? Like. And in that first year, he actually didn't lose money. He made, yeah. you know, like maybe not, maybe a hundred dollars or whatever, but like, that's still crazy. Yeah. Like, and he, all of his money was being lost because he was traveling all over this, the country. Well, he was also like doubling down and reinvesting everything yes. that he earned, yes. which is kind of like, you're not supposed to do that anyway. No. So he was kind of really bad at what he was doing, but it was in that sense that he wanted it to grow exponentially. Like he could he only see, too much. he could only see the returns coming and that kind of left to, to his own downfall. Except it's not a downfall. Like it turned out. Well, because he figured out 
I mean, the money was a was a good thing, but the downfall was kind of in his personal life and personal relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I I like this film a lot, and I wish it was. I like this film a lot. I don't get a like, little more recognition. Don't like Ray Kroc. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him at all. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy the filmmaking aspect of it. Um, that was really cool. The scene that really stands out to me is the part about the golden arches. I didn't quite understand what was happening, and I was confused because they just show you images of like churches and city hall and stuff and i'm like where are we going with this like what is this and Mm. then then he goes and explains it and i was like that was that was pretty creative you know and so now of course i'm looking at signs and stuff and yeah i mean that that, you're right that design sense and like arresting people's attention and also taking an image and then assigning that to an American value mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is incredibly important. Like, I don't know if you notice, but every single time we sit down for a movie, Coca-Cola has to tell us how much Coca-Cola equals happiness. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. hey, if you want to be happy, you need to drink Coca-Cola. Like, that has forever been a thing in advertising, and they, they stuck it. Those golden arches were connected to family and family values, mm-hmm. and you can see that because they've, they were one of the first... I mean, I think this is true. I don't know. I haven't done all the research, but I'm pretty sure that they're the first people to put like those toy jungle gym type things in with the restaurant. Like oh, they yeah. wanted the families to bring their kids and to have them play and have a safe place. Like that's 100%, you know, where that came from. It wasn't because they care. It was because they wanted your money. <laughs> well, yeah, that's business. Yep. But yeah, it's interesting seeing the, the start of that, like yeah. where that came Definitely. from. Definitely. I also enjoyed, well, the hospital scene. I feel like he had um, a heart attack. It ended up being his kidneys. But what really impressed me about that scene was if you look at the medicine that was being dripped, Uh it was actually dripping. There's been so many movies. Where it's all just fake. Yeah, and it's not dripping. And it's like, okay... For me, I'm instantly pulled out because why is that there if it's not yep. dripping? Mm-hmm. The, the side rails were up and there were certain things that weren't done, but I don't know what the guidelines were for yeah, 1950s. Yeah, in 1950s. Well, I like really, stuff was in, that, in that scene, what I, I really enjoyed was it was they were in like glass bottles. It's not yeah. like in a modern hospital, these are all like plastic things, but those yeah. were like well, see, full on. There are glass bottles for certain medication, yeah. but it's it's different and it's more controlled. It's for some, you know, something a little bit more specific. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be like you know just like a saline bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and they didn't have the plastic manufacturing that we have today, so they didn't really have bags like that back then. But yeah, that was the first thing I saw, and I was like, "Oh no, what is he?" And then I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> we're in the 1950s." Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, all right, is that every? I see you have so many things you haven't checked off that worries no, me. We're going down. We've we've hit a lot. The ballet, the burger ballet. Oh, let's see if you guys can figure. Oh, the that burger out. ballet. There it is. That the was a good scene. Ballet. Yeah, I we should have mentioned that er- earlier. Oh, I, that completely did. It's fantastic. I loved that, and I loved how it was done from the top mm-hmm. to yeah. look down. And yeah, they had a big they had a big uh, ladder so they could yeah. see down and look at the kitchen. Yeah, it's really smart. Yeah, he was like, "No, we can do better." Like, yeah. I loved that, and I loved how the whole thing was choreographed, and yeah, I. I, mean, I think that kind of helps to show that their the brothers are driven in a similar way, but not as much yeah. as Ray Kroc. Like yeah, they they want to be efficient, yeah. not not recognize all over the world. They just want to do like that. Almost comes from the same place. And sorry if this is like a weird pull, but like in Jiro Dreams of Sushi, the documentary on yeah, Netflix, haven't seen it. you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. It's about a man who spends an entire I know what life it's about, yeah. perfecting. His career, yeah, yeah, and like you can look at that m- documentary and then look at 
look at this movie and be like, yeah, that's what makes people great. That's what makes people like the best at what they do is that passion. And it's like Croc's passion is completely different. It's not about doing something uh, like perfectly and great and making the world a better place. It was about himself. And that's that's what I think is ultimately the difference between him and the brothers. Yeah. Um, did you guys feel that the first wife was trying to make a connection with um, with Ray? Like she was trying. I mean, we kind of touched on this a little bit. We talked that she was supportive, but do you think she was trying to make a connection? I, I feel like that almost to me was like, wow, these this because they were from an old world and yeah. marriage was different back then, like maybe they got married and they didn't really love each other. And, you know, they've just been going through the motions this whole time. He's never home. They've grown apart. Like, I think she was trying to connect with him whenever he was there, but he was never there. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of another thing that we didn't really touch on. Like, in, I mean, in his early life, I mean, even once, I guess once the franchising starts kicking off, he's traveling. He travels a lot. But he was always traveling before, too. Yeah, he's, but that's the thing. Like, he travels. Yeah, he travels all the time. And that's kind of. That's kind uh, of a, isn't that also kind of a thing where you're like, well, maybe you're not really happy at home yeah, because yeah. that's why you're always gone. Yeah. Yeah. She said something to him. He was explaining McDonald's to her mm-hmm. and she goes, it's revolutionary. And he goes, that's exactly it. But in that moment, I got that she was not necessarily being sarcastic, but like. It's not the first well, time they've had yeah, that Yeah, she's heard it a hundred okay, yeah, times yeah, I didn't, before. Like, that's that's how he brings up everything. He okay. comes home and he's this passionate yeah. about this product and then she doesn't see him for another six months. Like this is the cycle of his life. Mm-hmm. That's why he's got the sales company while he's always out driving around trying to sell stuff. It's because he is passionate about those products and he ends up being that passionate about McDonald's but that's just his personality Yeah. and his whole life. I mean he even says that at one point like I just want to win one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in his 50s and he's he's always just had one thing after another that failed, and he finally thing finds the thing that he's passionate enough about, and is also a good product. But you know he's just got to screw over a couple of people in order to make it work. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that uh, singing scene when the wife, third wife, is playing uh, piano. It's in the movie. It's the second, but that in actuality is his third wife. Oh. They kind of skip over the second one. I did oh, research. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you? You didn't like that singing scene. I liked it, was weird. it. I was just like, "What is happening?" Well, uh, bizarre. That song is kind of about like windfall, right? Pennies from heaven. Well, I like the song. I like. I that looked at Jordan and got nothing. I got zip. <laughs> that was a real. That was I to sports metaphor this some more. Oh, I let's go back threw, to Andrew with sports. Yeah, I threw the ball at Jordan and he just, it just watched it. <laughs> no, it <laughs> sailed over your head and just. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even see it. It just went right over my left and shoulder. Jessica luckily had a long arm and just went. Got, yeah, I, reached I, around, I reached around and caught it and was like, uh, hot potato. But but I think it's also I was worried that it was going to. OK, this is going to sound corny, but I would have loved it probably because um, I wanted kind of more references to McDonald's things mm-hmm. because they kind of, uh, you know, we had the golden arches. We had uh, a lot of other weird like minutia of McDonald's. But I kind of wanted that to be like a weird thing where for some reason, um, do, you, do you guys remember the wasn't that the McDonald's character Mac tonight? Yep. The the moon. Yep. It was the, the moon head guy. And he yep. played the piano. And I was like, because uh, I was reading up after Ray Kroc actually did like know how to play piano. So I thought maybe like, oh, maybe that was his idea of classing up the place. But I mean, he died like in the early 
Yeah. Mid- so mid-80s. someone just probably looked so at that. So maybe someone, uh, but I was hoping in a weird way that that would tie in and it would be, he'd be like, hey, this is a good idea for a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> it's like some stupid thing like that. Yeah. But I think it was just to show that those two characters connecting kind of too. And that he didn't care about anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I, but but I, then he gets the applause at the end and he, he loves it. Well, it's kind of, it's all playing into his personality. Ego. It's his ego. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I just was like, this is, I understand what they were trying to do. I mm-hmm. just thought it was weird and kind of forced. Yeah. For me, for me, I was like, really? We're doing this? But yeah. at the end of the day, it was true to his character. Yeah. It's just, it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to go here. Because there's nothing, we've seen nothing up to this point. That he would even do this. Mm-hmm. I think he's because he's well, so subdued with his uh, with his wife. Hmm. He doesn't seem like the type of guy to do something exactly, like this. Exactly. Yeah. Like he would. I mean, they don't even like when it shows them in bed together. Mm-hmm. N- not bad, but it, like they don't even. Yeah. They <laughs> like, have that old school. They're on opposite sides, marriage. and then to see him acting this way towards you know a woman is like, oh, you can. Okay. Like, I mean, they they interact the same way as if they had two separate beds in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he acts like with his wife. Like they were roommates. Yeah. That's so, so when he meets this woman and all of a sudden he's madly in love and he's singing in front of people, you're like, where what? did this guy come from? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. There it is. I did any, it. any more words on no. your favorite? No more words. No? We, we did it all. Well, then that's and it. This is going to hang in your room now. With that. On with all the cups. With all and the all cups. the stars. Yep. Let's say on Windchime Island next to all the windchimes. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.